Hey everybody, your designers are here, and today we are ready to help you freshen up your home. We're bringing back our episode number five, Freshening Up Your Home. It was wildly popular even back when we first started the second week of our podcast, and it's really popular on Pinterest, and so I think that everybody's going to benefit from listening to this, whether it's your first time hearing it or you've already heard it, but I think you're going to get a lot of great tips, so listen in. Hey everyone, your designers are here. I'm Anita from Cedar Hill Farmhouse. And I'm Yvonne at Stone Gable. And I'm Kelly from My Soulful Home. And we have tips and tricks and decorating advice for you today. So let's get started. Yvonne, you want to kick it off? Let us I'd know love what to. your one of your ways is to freshen up. Well, you know, I, I'm I'm like the tip queen, so I love all these tips. And I think one of the biggest and the lowest cost ways of freshening up your home is to shop your house. And when I'm saying shop your house, you know, if you have a basement and you have a lot of things down there or an attic or a guest room or something like that, look around, look at, look at your things that you have with a fresh eye. You know, if you want to put a new color in, see if you have new things, um, I mean, old things that will look new in your house, but also shop your rooms of your house. You know, don't keep the same things in the same room. And I love to do that. I'm really big into moving some of my favorite I have these two um, potted uh, faux topiaries, and they're really pretty, and they're really realistic. I think they've been almost in every room in our house except <laughs> our master bathroom. So, yeah, and it you know, takes she, on a new life, right? Yeah, you, you get tired. I get I get tired of things, and I want to change it up, and that's uh, it's free. You know, I do something similar where every time I buy a new chair, I usually take the chair that was in the room and move it to another room. So I have like a musical chair. So every room gets a new chair. <laughs> Literally, right? <laughs> yes. That's a, that's a good, that's a really good idea. No, it, that's a great idea, Ron. And just, it gives you fresh eyes on something. And, you know, I mean, th- take it that that tip is also used in retailing, right? I mean, I my mom owned a shop years ago and sometimes we'd lay everything out and we think, oh, that's just perfect, vignetted and looks great. And and people would walk right by something that we thought was so spectacular. And then you just change it up a little bit, put it in a different location, Mm -hmm. put something different next to it. And all of a sudden you, you, people can't stop taking it off the shelf and buying it. It was Mm -hmm. such an interesting thing to learn. And I've, I do the same. I move things around in my house all the time and you know, it, it really does freshen it up and, and it is fun, isn't it? So it is fun. around and taking a step back. Yeah, it's a whole new it. look. I feel yeah. like I've been, I, I, yeah, it just, it's a refreshment for the room and it costs nothing. You just move things from one room to the other. I think bloggers do that a lot. I Well, I think we've learned to. And here's the thing. How many people say, oh, I'm just so tired of the way my house looks. Their house is probably wonderful. They just need to move some things around because we do get tired of looking at the same thing over and mm-hmm. over again. And yeah, if you true. move it around, it looks one. Like I love to move furniture of my in my bedroom around. <gasps> it feels like a whole new fur- <laughs> a whole new bedroom. You know, like mm-hmm. even if you like, especially if you move like big pieces like the bed, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. No, that, that really is here. And I, I also just rifting off the chairs thing. I create these little reading nooks or little corners, you know, you mm-hmm. put a little table or maybe one of those, uh, even those cheapy sort of circular wooden tables and you put a cloth on it, put a pretty chair next to it, 
you know, put a lamp or something on. Now you have a little, a little mm-hmm. reading nook or a little place that if you had time, you might sit down at, or <laughs> at least you walk by and it looks nice. Or you mean a your place dog that gets on the chair yeah. and enjoys it? <laughs> it you looks sit like down with your iPad, right? <laughs> if you had a different life, you might actually get to sit there and enjoy it. That's right. <laughs> yes, yes. If I had a different life, but but it's nice to create yes. those little spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I love to do another really inexpensive thing, and I. Um, I love to just buy little herbs in pots, like even like oh, four yeah. inch pots. So I, I, I seem, I like to go grocery shopping, but not really. I, I hate taking it all out and putting it all away and all of that. So I try to treat myself when I go to the grocery store. I always buy myself a little pot of, um, you know, a little plant or some flowers or something like that. And a little herb goes a long way. You're getting the scent, you're mm-hmm. getting, uh, you know, something you can cook with, and you're getting a little pop of, of life and greenery Mm -hmm. and, and we know the color of the year is greenery. So you're right on trend if you're doing that too. And, um, you know, sometimes you don't even have to put it in a pretty pot. I've taken a little piece of fabric, whether it be burlap Mm -hmm. or, you know, a drop cloth fabric and just kind of cinched it up around it and tied a little twine or ribbon. And gosh, you know, it looks great. You could even give it as a little gift, but I love doing that and having a little plant on my kitchen counter or I well, you're, I, you're in California, so I mean that maybe is more readily available. But what's what's ready uh, available in my area because it is winter time here. You know, we just had snow mm-hmm. on the ground, mm-hmm. and you know those those uh, basils that have the root ball at the bottom. Oh yeah, yeah. I stick that in a um, creamer, a white uh, ironstone creamer. Oh, very And I just stick that whole thing in and it looks so nice. I think when you have something organic or living, Mm -hmm. it immediately freshens up any area that it's in. I I agree. And, you know, but I have readers say that they can't keep things alive. And actually, I have a bit of a problem myself. And I... I used to have a green thumb, but now I'm just so busy. I don't have time to water things. So things usually die in my house. So I I actually feel sorry for things when I buy them now. (laughs) Anita, I apologize to every plant that comes into my house when I put it in my grocery cart or my basket. I I do. I look at them as long-term cut flowers because I'm like you. My mother can grow everything, but she fusses and tends to them where, you know, it's like I do a a, a drive-by, you know, like, oh, okay, it looks like you might need water. Oh, you do. (laughs) Yeah. So I've actually found a secret that uh, is really helpful. So, yeah, this is my little tip. I need that secret. Use a cloche. I mean, did you know if you put your cloche over the plant that it creates basically a terrarium? So it's its oh, own closed environment. Oh. So the moisture in the plant stays there. So Get you're not out. having to water all the time. Whoa. And how and how cute is a cloche? I know. Everything I love them. Everything better with a cloche oh, over I it. Know. I want to have a cloche over me. Okay. You... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, it kept... would make my hair look horrible. How that moisture! <laughs> oh yeah, we'd all have the Texas big hair. I'm telling you, I've kept an ivy alive for an entire year. If you can believe that. <gasps> oh my god, yeah, you're going to see that on you're my get a gardening award. Week. <laughs> <laughs> that is that's brilliant. That's the brilliant idea today. Okay, well, we can stop now. Then <laughs> we're done. We're done. Okay. Can't get any better than that. No. I Okay. Well, I can add on to that. Okay. Well, if you I'll, don't I'll... have a cloche <clears throat> or you don't think you have a cloche, if you have a 
flat or it doesn't even have to be a flat bottomed. If you have a, um, a clear glass vase that's, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. maybe uh, six to eight inches wide, you can just turn it over and make it a cloche, oh, put it over your plant that, that may not last long. Oh, and, um, if it is a flat bottom, what I've done before is, um, do, um, glue a little knob or a pretty little mm. finial on the bottom. Great idea. Voila. I you go girl. That's that. awesome. You can yeah. pop that in the show mm-hmm. notes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I didn't have one. And sometimes you see them in the storm because they're Kaloosh. They're more expensive than <laughs> everything French is more expensive. That's with true. With something glued on the bottom. Well, you know, here's another idea. I'm just going to play off of that. If you know, you get those big ca- the candles in those big um, glass jars, like you know, yeah. the tall. Yes, you the, know, you can the clean hurricane. those out, and you could make a cloche out of that. Yes, you aren't they usually open on the top? Free. Well, you turn it over, just like um, Kelly was saying, and add a little knob and put it on a plate or something, okay. yeah. and that would really work. Another yeah. thing, since we're talking about like living things, nothing is prettier than cut flowers. I'm so sorry, true. girls. So no, true. No plant oh, I agree. prettier than, than some cut flowers. And if you garden, this is what I do. You, if When I get up, I take my cup of coffee and my snips, and you'll find me out in my garden, um, not necessarily weeding and, and dead heading but I'm looking for you know pretty flowers to bring in and use for that day because uh it just it just brightens up anything but you know it could be um uh flowers even from the grocery store they're very inexpensive and if you just take a little bit of time to arrange them like I love flowers and white pictures that's just sort of my thing and that is a beautiful way and you know people like don't like carnations I love those mini carnations they last forever I I like to cut simply some branches off of bushes mm. in my yard. And sometimes they have flowers on them. Sometimes they don't. But it's amazing how you just – and I have an olive tree. And just those cut limbs that are Ooh, greenery are just olives. beautiful. Does it grow mm. olives or is it ornamental? I don't know. Oh, I don't think we've done any yet. <laughs> I'm not sure. Okay. We're taking back your gardening award. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. What do I, what, uh, what do I think I'm doing? I'm asking you. You kill, kill plants. Well, now you can see if you can make martinis and bouquets. <laughs> well, you know, just speaking about flowers, I was at Trader Joe's, you know, which I am at least once a week. And if mm. you are at your Trader Joe's and you see tuber roses, now they're not the prettiest looking flowers that you'll see in there, you know, the little bouquet section. Mm-hmm. They're, they sell them closed. So they just kind of look like, uh, you know, a light green and pink, mm-hmm. but this scent is intoxicating. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. To, and then when they open, oh my goodness. Uh, oh, wow. Amazing. I mix them in with a few uh, other flowers and I have them in a vase actually right now. And I, every time I walk by, you can smell it and I have to get closer mm-hmm. and smell them. So I actually oh. did a little research on them because I want to plant them in my garden. Mm-hmm. And there was something that I read that the Victorians would not let young girls smell the tuberoses for fear of them falling into an erotic frenzy. <laughs> I couldn't that believe why I read it's so that. popular in perfumes. Tuberose is it very is, popular. Yes, yeah. very popular in perfume. So yes. I did, okay, to redeem myself, I did buy some paper white bulbs and they're actually blooming, but they're so easy to do because you 
put them in rocks and then just make sure that the water level stays at the bulb. Well, let's put those, let's put directions for that in the show notes. Yeah. Yes. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, let's moving on to a, a different way to freshen up your home that's inexpensive and easy, pink light bulbs. And you ah. guys need to get on this fast because the really? incandescent light bulbs are taking the fast train out of town and the pink is just superb. The lighting mm. is so warm and lovely and it is good for your rooms mm. and it is good for you girls. Let so you mean we're going to look you. good in this pink light? Yes. Oh, Ooh. I'm running out right today. Okay. Oh, yeah. I've been using pink light bulbs for forever. I don't know who oh t- turned me on to that, but I mean, as long as I can remember owning a lamp, uh, you know, my own lamp, I've been putting pink light bulbs in them. And you used to just be able to buy them at the grocery store. Uh, so Yvonne, we've got to go, we have like a couple no weeks kidding. before this goes live. So we're going to have to order ours this week. Yes. Absolutely. So, get so we'll get a head because- start on it. Yeah, exactly. I just ordered a, uh, like a mini case from Amazon. So I got 48 of them and I, I think oh it was probably, you know, less than $40 for uh-huh. all of them. I don't, you know, and I feel like I'm almost buying on the black market, but it's not illegal. <laughs> you can still do this and no one will come to your house and take you away into, uh, you know, the oh. decorating prison. But um, they come in all different wattage and 60, I have 60s, 100s, and then I and I got a couple of 40s mixed in and they mm, probably come idea. in three way too. But mm-hmm. if you do that and change the bulbs in all your lamps, you will thank me. Wow. Can we thank you ahead of time? Thanks. Yes, thank you. Thank you so you. much, Kelly. I'm definitely tip. doing this. Mm-hmm. So we'll put the link to, I mean, I, mm-hmm. you guys can find that yourselves, but, you know, for convenience, mm-hmm. we'll put the link in the show notes okay. to uh, the ones that I bought because they that came really nicely packaged. None were broken. It was, it was good company. Nice. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. I love using a tray. Uh, And it's usually you can find some pretty inexpensively. And they just work so well to organize all of your pretty things on a table or a dresser. Just it's just amazing to me how if you can have things spread out and it might look a little disjointed. But when you gather them together and put them on a tray, it just looks like a beautiful vignette. I so agree with that, Anita. What a good, what a good inexpensive way to freshen up your, your home. And also, trays are inexpensive, so you can get all kinds of trays and use them all over your house. I, I, I probably, I always say this, I have, I probably have a tray or, or something that corrals a vignette almost in every room. Corrals a vignette. I like that. Yes, I like (laughs) that. But you know, I actually use them for the original intended use. I, we eat, breakfast a lot of times on the back porch. So I have to have oh, some way nice. to carry my oatmeal and my tea out there. So I decided I needed a silver tray. So I found one at the thrift store. I mean, it was probably 15 bucks, but I carry my breakfast out, my beautiful teapot and everything out to the back porch on my silver tray. Ooh, now, Kevin, Anita. I know, isn't that awesome? Now, this Kevin, is why I love you. Ooh, you can't for yourself. I love that. Mm-hmm. Kevin's is a wood tray. But you know what? Oh, if you, Kevin, <laughs> your humble wooden tray. Well, you know, I mean, if he He's has a guy. He he bread and water on his yeah, humble yeah. wooden his tray. His has bread and water, yes, and coffee with nothing in it. 
He's a guy. <laughs> I know. He doesn't care. No, I think he would probably be embarrassed to be using a silver tray. So that's not manly enough. So <laughs> Absolutely. So I, I was just it. thinking I of him it. when I got him the wood tray, you know. Okay. And, well, if Kevin ever gets bored of his the color of his wooden tray, I have a tip for him. Yes. He can spray paint it. Oh, yeah. Because I love to spray paint, well, anything really, mm-hmm. but particularly wooden items. So here's mm-hmm. an idea for a low-cost way to freshen up your house. Find something in your home that you have a small little accent piece. It could be a little side table. It could be a magazine rack. It could be a tray anything and spray paint it. And my new love in the spray paint world is this chalk paint based spray paint. Yes. Trialon is doing it. I haven't tried that yet. Have you tried it? No, I haven't. So Kelly, you had mentioned this to me about a week ago and I don't know if you remember, but last week I have been on the set of Texas Flip and Move Oh, yes, yes, yes. Well, oh, yes, of course. Mm-hmm. I remember. <laughs> that just happened. Uh, for DIY Network's uh, Texas yeah. Flip and Move, it's a TV show. And so we have three days to completely redo a three-bedroom house. So I remembered what you said about the paint. So I went to the store, and I mean, I grabbed up, I think, 10, 10 of those spray spray cans. And we used it on everything. And it looked fantastic, and it was super quick. I am so convinced that this is a fabulous product. I loved it. Yeah, hmm. it's got a great spray nozzle, too. What colors did you use? We used, well, I mean, there weren't a lot of, I'm going to say that's the downside. There weren't a lot of options to choose from, but mm-hmm. we used white, gray, and this beautiful French blue. Oh, so pretty. Okay, I've, I've used the gray. It's like a dove gray. And then I've been using the flat matte black Oh. oh, I love it. I did. Some well, they're all matte because it's a chalk-based right. paint. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. It, absolutely. Um, it's fantastic. I love it. So we can pop that in the show notes too. I'm sure mm-hmm. you, I've been getting it at my local Osh hardware store. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know where Anita got it, but you, I know you can get Krylon on Amazon. So I'm betting mm-hmm. you can get this type of Krylon mm-hmm. on there. So well, really and I think there's beautiful. other brands. I mean, Lowe's has a brand and Home Depot oh, has a brand, but okay. I think they're different ones. Okay. Okay. Mm. Now let's, I have another tip for you and you know, I can hardly go a podcast without mentioning pillows. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> you know, I'm like obsessed with pillows because I think that's the first thing I think of when I think of like changing something. And you can buy very, very inexpensive pillows um, at, uh, you know, your bigger stores. And I'm just going to mm-hmm. give a little plug for my local um, home goods. They have beautiful, beautiful pillows there. And I get tons of pillows at a very reasonable price for every season, a lot of holidays, um, foundational pillows. Pillows make a huge difference. And we talked about they're like wearing jewelry. So Mm -hmm. if you want to freshen up a room, start with pillows. I love using pillows. Mm -hmm. And it's so easy to change out the look or the season, whatever Mm -hmm. color. It's just such an easy way to do it. Oh, yeah. And I mean, you know, we were talking about sewing at some point uh, last time. And you can make an envelope pillow yourself really easily, too. I mean, it really is just a couple Mm -hmm. of straight lines. So Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure one of us probably has uh, a tutorial on that on our blog. So we could add that in, too. Uh, And I'm sure someday we'll talk about pillow inserts and all that, which is a whole other universe of things to discuss. Mm -hmm. But I totally agree. Freshening up with pillows is Mm -hmm. so easy and fun and comfy. And you know, Kelly, um, you can also make a no-sew pillow. I have, I found the most beautiful um, dish towel. 
And I thought, oh gosh, it's too pretty to be a dish towel, but it would be a great pillow. Great idea. So that's what I did. I made an envelope style, um, almost like a lumbar pillow Uh and did it totally no sew. Okay. That's a mystery to me. I see these blog posts about no sew and I just don't get it. How do you do it without sewing? It's that double stick webbing. And it works. Oh, oh I mean, oh. Oh, you could make that in 10 minutes. And they're beautiful. Is it beautiful. like Velcro? No, it's just like, think of gluing the edges together. Oh. You put this tape down and you iron it. The iron, it. iron melts the um, this tape, which is like a glue, oh. and it sticks it together. And it's washable. Wow. Yeah. If you want to, we can put the link to that pillow yeah, on my yeah, show Yeah, let's notes. do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I've, I've seen so many of those and I think, how could that be? Well, in the lumbars, you can just tie them on each end. That's true. That's true. Put a little pretty ribbon, Mm -hmm. and there you go. Oh, that's true, too. And if you don't like the end sticking out, you could turn it inside out, tie it, turn it the right side out, and they'd be... um, They'd be, like, gathered on the end. Oh, great. And then glue a button on the end. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Oh, we could just do... (laughs) (laughs) We love pillows here. (laughs) Uh, We're getting shut down, Yvonne. Oh, it's dear. Another day for pillows, ladies. <laughs> another day, another time. Exactly. Okay. Anybody have any other thoughts? Well, I mean, I think another thing that's low cost is getting rid of extra things in your house that you don't like anymore, you don't have room mm. for. I mean, one of the biggest things I did that really improved our house was getting rid of a piano. A piano? That's not easy to get rid of. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Now, I'm not saying everybody should get rid of their pianos, but what happened was we inherited all my mother-in-law's things. And, you know, I think most people, when they're reaching that end of life, kind of talk about, you know, I love you and, you know, take care of each other, blah, blah, blah. My mother-in-law, her dying wish for us was to keep everything of hers. (laughs) I am not making this up. <laughs> I mean, she really okay. got along with your mother-in-law. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. We did. <laughs> what you okay. think she did it to punish me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, there may have been some. Of, there may have been some of that going on, and I'm like, get staring, you know, at my husband, or, you know, across the bed, going like, "Don't say anything. Don't say We're anything. Not. Don't make any promises." And so she had this piano, and the, you know, I my family does not play the piano. I should say. But my husband Maybe said, she had a, a wish that Kevin would Liberace or something. I, uh, I don't think so. So, but she, you know, she, but you know, I didn't have the heart to say we're dumping the piano. So I finally no. said, look, let's, I said, You're oh, so tactful. Oh. Anita. That was good not to say that. So I said, okay, we'll keep the piano. But I said, here's the deal. Here's my bottom line. If nobody in this family steps up to the plate and starts playing this thing, it's going. So, and I gave them an entire year, which I felt like was fair. Mm-hmm. Incredibly fair. So after a year, the entire play time, I'm going to say, was less than 30 minutes. Oh. So oh. I said, that's it. That's an indication. But you know, mm-hmm. you could, you, somebody, somebody would love a piano because they play a piano and would love to have it in their home. So well, really, you could have gifted or blessed somebody. And not only that, Anita, did it bother you to look at that piano in your home all the time? Yes. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, now, I'm not, not going to ask you why it bothered you. I'm assuming because it just was too much furniture and there was no no backstory to that. Well, it was not yes. an attractive piano. But again, okay. I felt like if, listen, I'm a reasonable person. It's not, it was not attractive. But I felt like if my family were using it, then, then mm-hmm. I would have to bend and say, okay. Mm-hmm. But if it's not being used, come on. I mean, no. you know, you want to keep her watch great, yes. but a piano not being used, it just doesn't no, make yeah. sense. Anita, that's an awfully big shrine. I exactly. That's an awfully big shrine. <laughs> so I, so right. I sold it, I mean, for very little to a place that handled used mm. pianos. So basically, Perfect. I pretty much gave it to them. So hopefully somebody's using it. Yeah, somebody's you know, enjoying it. And I that's had a where very, I had a very similar story for um, our second Christmas together, married Christmas together. My husband bought me a beautiful piano. Now, oh. I do play the piano. I, I, I Very poorly, though. Very poorly. I <laughs> took lessons for five and a half years. I should have never played the piano. <laughs> but my darling mother really wanted to give us, all of us, some, you know, some musical lessons so we would have some talent that way. Never got that gene at all. So, but I like to play. And what I like to play was at Christmas time. So my husband transformed, okay, she gets out the sheet music in September. I Mm. learned the five Christmas carols over, over and over again every year. But he thought she could have it for Christmas and we could, and she could, she'd love it, which I did. I love the thought. And, you know, I did pick it up and play, but then, you know, it sat for years and would have to get tuned. And I, I'd go, oh, okay, then I'm going to try to play again. And it just never worked. And, you know, getting rid of that and giving it to a family who loved, whose three children played the piano was just the most wonderful oh, thing. Well, see, and if it's, yeah. you really have to play well, it because I think yes. it just, it's not good to have an instrument no, that you're not playing. Yeah, no, that's like an albatross. It's like an Or like a harp room, or like a cello or something big like that in your house. Yeah. Yes. On an up note, yeah. we got, we inherited a Gibson guitar that my daughter uses every oh, day. Wow. Perfect. What a lovely gift that is. Yes, that was very nice. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Wow, you guys. So I, I really think that we've covered a lot of the bases today, giving these nine inexpensive ways to freshen up your house. And gosh, people could get to this right now. I mean, I feel inspired mm-hmm. to go inside and, and use all the tips that you've shared. I'm ordering those light bulbs. <laughs> Me too. And for anybody <laughs> looking for trays and cloches, I'm going to have some in my online store, shop.cedarhillfarmhouse.com. So. And oh, they're perfect. beautiful. Great. Mm-hmm. And we'll put that in the show notes too, so people mm-hmm. can just pop right over there. So mm-hmm. thanks so much for listening today. We have enjoyed being with you again. And remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. Thanks so much for listening to Decorating Tips and Tricks. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, then subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. We're coming at you three times a week, and so we want you to keep up. So head over to any of your podcast listeners or iTunes and just sign up to get notified when we have a new episode. And also, don't miss out on the sales at bespokedecor.store. Head over there, bespokedecor.store, and sign up for our insider email list. And that way, you won't miss a thing that's going on there either. 
And Anita and I are taking bespoke decor on the road. We will be heading to Round Top, Texas, to the famous Round Top Antique Show. We'll specifically be at the Blue Hills area. I understand that Round Top is humongous and is going to completely wow me. I've never been before. So if you've never been, maybe this will be your year as well. And if you have been and you're familiar with Blue Hills, then sure, for sure, come and see us there. Let us know if you're coming and we'll give you all the details that you need to know to to pinpoint us in the sea of antiques and fabulous things. So we'll be there at the end of September through the the entire show. We're going to have special events at our booth. Uh, there'll be stuff to buy, us to chat with, and cold drinks to be had because I understand it gets pretty steamy there in Round Top. And if I have anything to do with it, there'll be some wine, ladies. So definitely head over and visit us in person in Round Top, Texas, coming up at the end of September 2018.